This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. I didn't talk to him about it, you know, before the game. Um, I mean, it's, you know, to make that many threes in one game is um, obviously it's never been done before. Um, so it, it, it was, uh, you know, just a, a routine night. He made six, which is nothing for him. I don't think I ever did that in my entire career one time. So uh, it was just uh, kind of a, a, a ho-hum game, but a, a win, and uh, we're, we're happy with that. Welcome on in, Beck UL Daily, presented as always by Fan Duel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday, the start of week 14 in the NFL tonight. We will get to every angle of the Vikings and the Steelers coming up. We've got a great slate of guests on the, the docket for today. Will Brinson, CBS Sports on the NFL. Brennan Tobin from down at 790, the ticket in Miami, and now part of the Beck UL Network, the host of Tapped Out tomorrow, or excuse me, Saturdays, 5 to 7 p.m. on Beck UL, big UFC. Uh, card this weekend at Paul Charchian later on in the show uh, on all things NFL, so fantasy football, the uh, the guillotine league that, Joe, I think I, I saw. Who would you pick up? I saw your tweet with The Undertaker. You'd be picking up Jonathan Taylor. You're all over <laughs> this thing. It's, yeah, it, it's a cool concept. I like it a lot more than the season long, than some of the dynasty leagues. You get a certain amount of money, and if you survive each and every week, every week the, the lowest score is kicked out. So it's like survivor in that sense. So I, I, the two leagues that I'm still alive in, I've tried to save my money as long as I possibly could. And in the one that I went with Paul, I had the most money at the end. So the last team that was eliminated, like I got everybody I wanted from their team. I got Javante Williams. I got Jonathan Taylor because I was the only one that had like right. more than $100. So it's yeah, pretty that's cool. pretty cool. I, I like it. I, I think moving forward, it's the only kind of fantasy league I'm going to do because the other ones are just a pain in the ass. Like one of them, my team stinks, and I just can't wait for the season to end. But I kind of feel like I have to do upkeep and hunt the waiver wire. It's just yeah. it became a nuisance. All, yeah, I hear other you. League. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in two that I'm fighting to be the like the last seed in the playoffs to get slaughtered in the first round anyway. So I'm yeah, not, right. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it, it is what it is. We got some great guests today, uh, and of course, we'll look forward to the game tonight. But we can start there. We just heard uh, Aaron Steve Kerr speaking about Steph Curry. So he needed 16 threes last night. Like the idea. Of him I mean, getting that's that, ridiculous. It is. You know how great he is. The fact that he got six and Kerr was like, yeah, just like a normal night for him. Six is ridiculous. Six is crazy. He does six all the I time. Feel, does it seem like people are disappointed? With, oh, it's just six. It's like, yeah. okay, 16? I mean, that's just rude if you expect him to do that last night. And yeah. he started 0 for 3. And I was like, oh, man, poor Steph. Like, he's trying to get this record. He's probably overthinking it or whatever. But, I mean, this guy's unbelievable. Um, and to think that he would get 16 is just stupid. I mean, any player to get six, if that was like a prop, I'd take the under. You know what I mean? Like, sure. that's a lot. 
I think the other takeaway from that game last night, Joe, obviously Steph Curry didn't come close to the record, but we talked about during our NBA segment yesterday, the Blazers uh, were getting 14 points in that mm-hmm. game. They did not cover. The Warriors covered the number. They won the game by wow. 20 last night. Uh, was, actually, I'm sorry. I, I, I misspoke. They did cover the number. It was 14. They won by 10, 104-94. So, I mean, we're getting to the point now with the Warriors, and we talked about them a lot the last few weeks. Like, they're just so amazing, and their point difference is so amazing. I wonder if there's going to start being some value here on these lines. Like, they can win games by 10, 12, right? But they're favored by double digits every night. We might have to start looking at that. Like, I wonder if it's too much now. Like, we saw that yesterday, 14. That's a gigantic number they didn't cover that last night. I was thinking the same thing. The number wasn't as large, but um, you had one of the best teams on the road, and they were healthy in Milwaukee at Miami, even though Miami was missing all these parts. As a home underdog, it was seven when we talked about it, seven, seven and a half. When we talked about it on the show, it ends up closing at six and a half. And I, I think in some sense a similar situation because you have one of the better teams, big favorite on the road, and uh, and the dog gets home. And it's just curious because that underdog is a team that I think most of us put in the in the top of the Eastern Conference picture as a top three team that can make the NBA Finals. We just saw them in the NBA Finals a couple of years ago. The roster stacked, but they do have the depth that you need. And uh, so the Heat pull off the upset there. I think a lot of people were shocked by that one. That was your ESPN game. And, and then a team that a lot of the local people here want to push into the top three in the Eastern Conference that I don't think is quite there. Boy, we were wrong on that one. The Cavs are good, man. The Cavs are really good. It's not just that. I think a lot of people will chalk it up to the Bulls are dealing with a lot of COVID issues. They're missing some guys. You have, you have second-round rookies that are going to ha- have to log lots of minutes. All that is true, but man, is that a, a really strong roster that the Cavs have turned around quickly. And Mobley, not only is he the, the rookie of the year, I mean, he's a top defender in all of the NBA already. He reminds me, when I was watching that game last night a little bit, because I was, you know, we all, we all were in on the game. Uh, we'll get to mm-hmm. the IO prop, which did not work out. Oh my goodness. Oh no. My that go- did not you could have set the number at six and a half. It wasn't going to hit. Aaron, we were on that last my night. Bets no, we, don't, hit. we don't have to talk oh, about it. It's okay. We can move on. <laughs> we can just move on. It's fine. No, we can't. Well, at least Aaron hit last night because we did not hit on that. The bonus Jokic, yep. uh, double double. And I ended up taking Gobert in the win. They crushed it. I'm. Man, these these double-doubles, y'all, I'm telling you. I mean, you do have to look at, you know, are they coming off a of back-to-back and look at the matchups a little bit, but uh, I was I was pleased with that. I almost think I should stop betting the rest of the week because it's been good so far. It's like, yeah, you know what's, what's going to happen, though. What's it going to stop? You know I'm going to end up losing all my money, and I'll be like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, so we got a big NFL weekend. You know what's going to happen. Money lines, parlays, tees, it's all going to happen. <laughs> but just quickly um, – uh, on on all this with the NBA because I was watching that game last night the the Cavs and the and the Bulls that that player they took in the first round Mobley he's really good I I, I was trying to get some comps I watched him play defense I and mean, he's blocking shots left and right like I, I thought of a, a young Chris Bosh a little bit on defense he's got some Marcus Camby to him Tyson Chandler like that guy could play they got a good one and yeah we were wondering why are they getting three and a half the Bulls last night well we mm-hmm. saw why. Cavs are pretty good. They're, they're the best record in the NBA against the spread. Yep. 
Yep. Uh, well, th- both teams have been great against the spread yep. this season. It, you know, it kind of reminded me of one of those things that we talk about uh, with the NFL, and you can talk about it in multiple sports, it, with the Rosen out. Uh, a lot of times we see, whether it's a quarterback or just one of the top players, missing, the team can rally around them. They can fill that void for that one game. But once you get to games two and games three, without one of those top players, it really kind of sets in. I mean, but yeah, I mean, that's... It, <laughs> Cavs are really, really good. I kept thinking about the year out that that day, Goji. Uh, Jimmy Patsos was talking. He went out of his way to talk about the Cavaliers and just how good they are. That he wants to look at the futures, like, but the top of the East is so tough. But betting right. them on a nightly basis, that was the ninth consecutive game they've covered. Nine in a row. And I was looking the other way because most of those games, it was them as the underdog, and then the role is flipped. Are they going to be able to cover as a favorite? Well, the few times they have been favorites this year, uh, they, they have been covering. So the Bulls one was off. Wagner hit again. He hit again with the assist. He went over three and a half last night. And I, I quickly mentioned, I did give it out in lightning bets, went back and forth with Paul about it. Uh, but Luca, with all his struggles and he's hobbled, uh, the under points, rebounds, and assists did hit. It just barely hit. That was a sweat. Uh, most people got it. 41 and a half you could find it 42 and a half on FanDuel I believe he ended up with uh 41.3 rebounds and assists last night so uh not a not your prototypical Luka game people were down on him and uh if you played the under those hit hey Joe O is there a particular site that you like to go to for the ATS trends and stats and comparisons or do you just google certain teams and see what pops up and look at it that way um, I mean, you can just, that's like on every betting site, you could just Google NBA ATS, but I honestly, I'm not much of a trends player, but I think it's, some of it is worth noting when you see yeah. the Cavs were like almost a third of the way through the season and they're hitting at almost 80% against the yeah. spread. Like it's, it's ridiculous. It's going to, and it makes sense. I think moving forward, it makes sense. We're going to start to see them as a favorite yeah. a lot more. So are they going to cover those numbers? It reminds me of the baseball season. The, the Mariners and the Giants were the most profitable teams because the Giants weren't supposed to be any good, and they turned out to be great. And the Mariners weren't supposed to be any good, and they turned out to be a pretty decent team, right? They sure. were both. Yeah. That that's kind of the Cavs comparison. The Mariners, right? A young team, probably not ready to go win anything special, but like they're pretty good. And it took it took betters a long time to realize, like, hey, you're gonna lose. You keep betting against this team. Just take that team on the number, and, and they're very profitable. The one thing, and I know Jake wants us to avoid uh, the IO. Um, prop last night that did not hit. You know what struck Ooh. me as I was thinking about th- that? And, and we looked at his per 36 numbers last night, and we knew he'd get more minutes, sure. kind of projected him out. It's young players in the NBA, rookies. They show flashes. They have big games, but they go up, they go down. They go up. They, it, it's hard to trust it, right? Like in, in Philadelphia, Tyrese Maxey, he's a year ahead of this schedule. Like he's better than Io, but he's like got that, like he might be good, right? But Which he's is normal. Game. Right. Yeah. He's had games where he hit drops 28 and he's had games where he shot three of 13 and he scores 13 points. Like this happens in the NBA. And, and Io had one of those games last night where he didn't really do much. I mean, he had five points. He didn't do much. Even though he played, he, what, he played 30, 33, 34 minutes. Well, he sat early because of two right. quick fouls. Rookie, typical. Yeah. And But in the end, you're right. He did log a lot of minutes. What Interesting that you thought of that because I thought of something else. My my reaction was, oh, of course, everyone in Chicago was on IO 
PRA yep. or points and assist combination. They were all losers. Everyone is on it. What usually happens? Uh-uh. It's not going to work out well. It kind of hit me right at tip-off. I'm like, oh, yeah, I see uh -oh. a lot of people talking about this. This is not going to hit, is it? Real quick, what happens, because you know I'm big on these double-double props, if the player gets the night off, do I just lose my money? Like I, do, I did not play? Like yeah, like he's not it's in the lineup at all. It should be a void. Okay. It should be. Thank um, goodness. It always that depends could on the to website. me pretty soon, though. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's what's scary about these NBA bets, especially when I get it if he pops. gets injured during the game and leaves right. and doesn't hit the prop. But if he's just, hey, you got a night off, like it should void, or is that just like, well, well you're SOL? Uh, <laughs> an example that I ran into on Thanksgiving night was in the Saints Bills game when Taysom Hill, anytime touchdown, we talked about, I think we talked about that in the show, that that had some value. And um, he, he ended up not playing. They were hiding the injury, and it, they kept Simeon out there the entire time. The site that I used gave me my money back, thankfully, because he didn't see the field. Okay. Yeah, that's the way it should be. If, it's, yeah. if they don't play, you should that should just void and, and be out. All right, so fun night in the NBA last night, even though our Bulls uh, hit uh, and props did not work out. But Aaron had a good night in the NBA. Let's talk some NFL now. Aaron Rodgers, let's hear from him. Bears and the Packers on Sunday, including we got some news yesterday. I'll actually watch the game now because Justin Fields is going to play. But let's hear from Aaron Rodgers. He was asked if he regrets the uh, the whole comment about owning Bears fans. A lot of times in, in you know situations like this, the trash talk is only able to be used if you know if you're getting after that uh, individual that uh, that was trash talking. So in order to trash talk, you have to have a lot of confidence in uh, what you accomplished and uh, what you're going to accomplish in the future. At some point, what I said will be used against me. That's just part of it. But I have no, uh, you know, no regrets for saying what I said. And obviously, I think the, the record kind of speaks for itself. But I get it. At some point, that will be used against me. It is what it is. I don't, I don't regret saying it at all. It is what it is. No regrets for Matt Rogers, Aaron. I love it. That guy's got so much confidence. It's amazing. I mean, even just after that first um, week one loss to the Saints, he was just like, eh, you know. No big deal. And then it's just like, they've been rolling ever since. Broken toe, no problem for Aaron Rodgers. He still owns the Bears. He doesn't regret it. I did notice that after the Fields uh, news that the number, number did drop. Dead number, but it doesn't... I, I guess not a big deal when you go from 12.5 down to 11.5. But I think it's a it's a change from what we've heard from oddsmakers throughout the season coming off Andy Dalton's four-interception game. It may not have been the bookmakers. It may have been reaction to some bets. But for it to come down, it's telling me right now that after not seeing Fields for a little bit, the betting market thinks Fields is more valuable to the point spread. And most of the year we heard that Andy Dalton was a little bit more – either it didn't matter or he's a little bit more valuable. Yeah, I know Fields has had some ups and downs, but there's no way you could watch that game last week if you're a handicapper or a better and think that they're in worse spot this week with Justin Fields. There's just no way. <laughs> Dalton. Um, Dalton. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's go back to Fields on the road. Look at those games this year. Yeah. I, I, he did have a Steelers game. From... The Steelers game was, was impressive. Yeah. Uh, Browns? Not impressive. <laughs> Not... But we're back in on the Browns. Remember? We're back in on the Browns. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, the Steelers game was impressive. Uh, Packers... I think are a lot better than the Steelers right now and on both sides. We'll see. We'll see. I just found, I found that interesting. Aaron Rodgers, 
22 and 5 straight up in his career against the Bears. 20 and 7. 20 and 7 against the spread in his career against the Bears. Yeah, that's uh, that is that's that's yikes! If you're on the Bears, yikes! All right, we got a lot no to get into here. No wonder he's so confident. Of course, he, owns he does him. own them. He owns them. Coming up next, let's dive into Thursday night football, including some injury news, positive injury news, perhaps for the Vikings. We'll get into it. Thursday night football coming up. Vikings and the Steelers will break it down next. Beckyall Daily presented as always by Fan Duel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.